welcome to the miscellaneous podcast i'm your host kenzie and i'm taylor and on this podcast we switch off every week which topic is the person who's gonna be in charge of that topic if that made any sense to you <laughs> it didn't okay. this week kenzie's in charge that's all you need to know there you go and so i have this question what is the dumbest who would be who pairing you have ever seen who would be who who would beat who who, who would beat who like for instance when people are like who like batman versus superman who would win and you're like uh, the the superman like why is that even a what like i like batman more ish because my my favorite thing is like well if batman had prep we're not talking about prep time i said who would win <laughs> that's what i said so that kind of reminds me of like so like what what's the dumbest one the dumbest one i don't because i saw someone recently and i was like people are literally having that comparison are you serious okay hold on let me i have a half a thought form okay <laughs> my half a thought is edward versus anyone look edward just because you can read superman's mind doesn't mean you're gonna be fast enough to stop him or, or strong enough or strong enough superman re- oh that's a good one though Ooh, that is pulled up uh superman he, versus one punch man that's a good actual discussion <laughs> i don't because I one punch man like went I up would... against an alien who was literally trying to like destroy the planet with just his fist and he still won i was gonna say i feel like one punch man would still win but i feel like superman would put up a fight like he would like he would actually i don't think he could one punch superman yeah but it would be a fight like it'd be a real fight and he would get exuberant because it's a person that didn't die in one punch and he could be serious and go all out and not have any like major repercussions yeah 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 that was a good measure anyways um with the one the one that made i was like that's a dumb comparison was who would win percy jackson or harry potter i was just thinking that one because i only and I, was it on TikTok like, and I was like i was like harry potter harry would win? isn't even the best wizard out of the three of them yeah. hermione's the better one and even everyone she would lose everyone knows that hermione's the better wizard which mm-hmm. like everyone knows that percy jackson also it was like yeah well one and that never and he died and i was like okay mm. first of all Harry would never. Did you say one abracadabra? Avada cadabra. What I said. Avada cadabra. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's avada cadabra, not avada cadabra. no selva. Wingardium no selva. But and they're like, and Percy would die, and I was like, first mm. of all, Harry would never, because the one time he used an unforgivable curse, it was to defend someone. Someone who he respected so highly. Yes. And the other time he used this curse, he had no idea what it would do. And he was freaking pissed off at Draco. Yeah. And after he did it, was horrified. Percy has done some messed up crap with no regrets. No regrets. Mm-hmm. Like when, and when they were in Tartarus and he started like literally using the blood of that goddess and like strangling her with it mm-hmm. and freaking Annabeth the hell out. Yeah. He did that of his own will. <sighs> Because Percy he, is not a... He's a morally gray character that tries would, to do good things specifically for Annabeth. He would have come out a villain had he fallen in Tartarus alone. Oh, yeah. Percy is not a good person. He's a good person because Annabeth is in his life. Yeah. If Annabeth was not involved, Percy would be so dark. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's literally reading the books. You can tell he's on the verge of, like, darkness all the time. I don't blame him. I don't blame I, him. 
I find him the most realistic. Reluctant hero. Well, not even that. If you put someone else through the situations that he went through in the entire timeline that he went through, they're not going to be a good person. And and there's a reason Hazel thought he was a literal god the first time she saw him. Like, I just, I think that's the thing is, I think that's one thing I struggle with YA or like young reader fiction is it comes out and they're still a hero. They're still a good person. Absolutely not. Which is why I like Percy so much because he comes out, he's not okay. No, Ryordan like actually is like Percy is not okay. He's not okay. He's got mental struggles. He does not want to help the gods. He hates them mm-hmm. within fair reason. He feels genuine. Like he had mm-hmm. an actual arc that was realistic. Yeah. And also like there's that comparison of like who would win a fight between Jason and Percy. It's like Percy 100% he will fight dirty. He oh, does yeah. not care. He doesn't have any sort of honor in a fight. He will no. take you down no matter what. Jason has a lot of honor. He's he's a Roman. Yeah. They have a lot of honor that he tried to embrace. And Percy would have done just the most underhanded crap to win. Yeah. He would not have cared. He would have come out with a sucker punch and then kicked him in the teeth. Like. Yeah. Like while Jason's trying to reason with him, Percy would take the opportunity to just put the man down. Yeah. He's like not. A, he's a morally gray character mm-hmm. the yeah. only reason he's good is for annabeth that's it yeah. that is the only reason and i don't think but people I know that him <laughs> i love him so much <laughs> but i will say like that is one book that's one series that i have sitting on my shelf for when my kids get older mm-hmm. um also also because it does come up like the other characters are like they won't say it but they are slightly afraid of him I mean, other than Leo, but he has no self-preservation. Leo doesn't have any self-preservation. But, like, the other characters, no. Yeah. Like, this is, like, not a person to mess with. Did you send me the TikTok that Leo randomly on Saturdays will just wake everyone up with cleaning yes. music? And I was like, that that is such and a Percy's Latin experience. And Percy's, like, the one that is, like, so in it. Yeah. I was like, that is such a Latin experience. Like, that specific. My mom wouldn't do that with music. She would just wake us all up to clean. Like, I think the music would add a different layer. But, like, it's still, <laughs> yeah. I was like... Uh-huh. Because I just, yeah. that was the pair that I thought was so dumb. Mm. I was mm-hmm. like, Harry is not even the best wizard. Edward he's, he's versus Percy. Who? Edward versus Percy? <laughs> not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edward, little Percy would just kill him because he hated him. <laughs> He'd be like, I you did you what pr- to who? I hate you on principle. Yeah, just, I hate you on principle. Ooh, <laughs> him and Emmett, though, would get along great. Oh, they'd get along like a house on fire. Percy and Emmett would be like the Did best I ever girls. tell you I had a friend who's like who thought that was like a bad thing? The get the phrase get along like a house on fire? <laughs> and so I was like, No, it's a it's a good thing because houses are really burnable and fire likes to burn things, so it's like they get along like a house on fire. It's a, it's a good thing. It's like saying they get along like lungs and oxygen. Yeah. And so my friend was like Oh, but I've only ever heard it in the bad phrase. So she Googled it and she's like, oh, apparently you can use it both ways. <laughs> My brain. I've heard it both ways. I need to watch Psych again. I love Psych. Out of all the shows that I've showed Boyfriend, that's his favorite. I So far. I've been wanting an episodic show, but I don't have the commitment emotionally available right now to like get into emotions. I want to watch something that's like fun, but I don't like always rewatching things. Did you look at Sounds of Life? Did you text it to me? Because I have no memory of this. I was here and I said, put it on the television. And they looked it up and everything. And all you had to do was press play. I don't know. Maybe it was in charge. 
It's on Hulu. I stood there and had my hot chocolate. And the littlest one was like, give it. And I said, no. He was like, how dare you? (laughs) So because I felt super sick after work today. So I grabbed um, a chicken sandwich and then I got a, a shake as well. And so I walk in. And he sees me and he's like, mom. And I start to put stuff down and I was like, he didn't immediately. Oh, nope. There he is. He sees it. Me? (laughs) And so I give him some. And then he cried like I was killing his dog when I made him take a turn with his brother. Like sobbing full on like face into shoulders sobbing because he couldn't just keep drinking the smoothie. He had to the. The shake. The shake. He had to share. It was so funny. <laughs> and I was like, I know sharing is so hard. <laughs> um, one of, I just love it when everyone's like, because Batman does canonically have a contingency plan for whenever one of the Justice League people goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I've been alive long enough to know that this will happen. Therefore, I need a plan in place. I will say, though, I saw somebody on TikTok be like, Batman is a problem. Because he has enough money to make all these problems go away. And I was like, what What do is you it, mean? Is it that, that black girl that has like this series where she's like, she's like, how much money do you need? What? She's yeah. like, I will pay for you to... Really? <laughs> take this. Go to Wayne Enterprises. And tell them that you need a job and they will take care of you. And he, he was like, oh. I, really? Yes. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> and I love that series because it's like, comical but she's right she's so right mm-hmm. men <laughs> but <laughs> not you you are a good person <laughs> i was looking at avery oh avery wants a set of headphones no oh. just go get it dear it's it's gonna be easier on everyone <laughs> hi um. we're not cutting this out i hope you know <laughs> This is, we try to keep this. As if this is your first episode, like literally, I think the only thing we cut out is like my kids' names. Yeah, that's about it. I don't cut anything else out. Yeah. So welcome. <laughs> we don't care. This is for us, not for you. <laughs> this is our excuse to hang out once a week. Yeah. And then, and then Avery's like, "Wait, you haven't been recording for this past hour? No, we've been having conversation. Obviously, because we were talking about high school trauma. We're not recording that on the internet. No, we're not doing that. We're not gonna record our friends' personal lives and issues on here. No, not without permission. Yeah, not unless they say yes. Tell this story. So, yes. Um. Also, I, one of my favorite things about Wonder Woman is that she is among the top five fastest people. Mm-hmm. She's not even a speedster. I know, but like, one thing- that's not her like she's not known for her speed, but she's the one of the fastest people on the planet. But one like, thing, her so villains don't come back. What no? Her villains don't come back. That is true. She does say that in a panel. She's like, "Want to know why I don't have any villains? Because I take care of them." And I was like, Ooh. "Yeah, but I I believe her." But also, I think the reason why. Again, I am not huge into DC. I don't read the comics, people. I enjoy the movies. That's just a lot. To I don't even into. do that. Also, the culture surrounded by men white men makes me go. I don't want to get involved in that. Anyways, gatekeeping. I hate gatekeeping. If I have a question, I ask. I just ask boyfriend. So, <laughs> honestly, if I had a question, I would ask my martial arts instructor. He's like a huge Superman stan, like been a Superman stan his whole life. Mm-hmm. Has. So much money sunk into Superman stuff. I think it's, why are you looking at me? Anyways. Um, at, at least one child name. 
from one no, of at least two two of his children are named after superman <laughs> two i'm not even kidding Clark and Kent. no um they they come from the his superman's birth name kal-el oh. so I, I won't tell you their names but that's where okay the two, the, i won't tell you the, the origins i won't tell you the name on the internet yeah okay so anyways from what i have gathered from tiktok and other enthusiasts of dc people especially that guy with the mohawk i love him <laughs> He's great. red panda something yeah um and one of the things i've gathered is the reason why batman doesn't kill the joker first of all then that makes the joker right second of all i don't think he'll ever come back if he kills someone because he's like seriously bruce wayne teeters on a level of extreme darkness all the time like he's not superman hero i think the difference between him and wonder woman is her moral code allows for the elimination of threats Mm -hmm. where his does not well i think his moral code is if i kill someone i'm gonna say that's okay now and i'm gonna start killing everybody yeah, because and he's I don't a man. Start killing everybody. I'm 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 just gonna say that's because he's a man. Because Wonder Woman does not kill indiscriminately. Also, I do like in the the Batman one of the Superman. Movies, I don't remember. It's like he's fighting Zog, and it's like, oh wow, big battle. And then I do like we pull up voice meter. I want to make sure we're both on. Yeah, we're both on. We've we've both been off before. Like yeah. I like to check. <laughs> um. Is what I like is that like he's fighting battle big and epic, and then it puts us with the next movie Bruce on the ground watching all these people die, and he's like, "You're a threat to humanity." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, that is a good argument," because once he wins, he's like, "Yeah, he win, happy ending." And Bruce is like, "Dude, thousands of people just died because you thought smashing this man through a populated building was a great idea." Yeah, and I was like, mm-hmm. "That's fair." Because in those movies, Superman is a very innocent person. And Bruce is not. Yeah. So he just, like, he holds this girl while he watches all of his employees just die in a building. I would have a personal vendetta at that point. It's fine. Yeah, yeah so it makes sense that Bruce is like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Although that was the worst thing ever. My friend. He's like, why would you say that name? I'm like, dude, seriously? That's why yeah. you're not going to kill him? No, I'd, I'd end him. Like, no. That's not how that works. Although, the best part of the whole movie was mm. when Wonder Woman came in. I haven't even watched it. I have no desire to watch it's it. It's a bad movie. But when she pops in, everybody in I Remember Room with Here was kind of like, oh, there she is. Because she has the coolest theme song. Yeah. It's so cool. But, like, seriously, I didn't care. And then she smacks in and I was like, ah, she's so cool. <laughs> and then she just goes toe-to-toe with this dude that's, like, beating up Superman. And I was like. I love her. I love her. <laughs> I will say this: the Zack Snyder release of the Justice League was so much better than Joss Whedon's version. Because Joss Whedon kept trying to throw humor in there, but DC's not a humor place. You it need humorous to be dark. You need humorous breaks, but like the way they set it up, like also there's no moral repercussions mm. in that movie. Seriously, so like in Avengers versus Justice League movies. Okay, so Avengers they have a big falling out. They're not on the same page. They're having issues. The result of them doing that, the consequence is Coulson dies. Mm. That is the direct consequence of their inner strife. Yeah. 
And when that happens, they go, <laughs> when Sorry. that happens, they go, crap, we got to get our act together. Like, we actually, people will die if we don't get it together. Yeah. And then in Justice League, they go, we should raise Superman from the dead. And they're like, should Why? we go? Is that okay? No. And Leave then, him dead. And then they raise him from the dead. Everything works out. No consequences. No. There are no stakes in that movie. Mm, the stakes like in it. Avengers is if we don't get our shit together, people, people are gonna are die. Gonna die. No. Justice League is we're gonna raise him from the dead and it's gonna be a okay. And like he's not okay for the first beginning. And yeah, like if he you does beat him up and then he's the like dead. fine. If you pulled me back from the I'd be so pissed. Like and then he's like fine. But no. in the Zack Snyder version, he's like they don't put him back in the blue and red. He's in a dark suit because he's not okay. Yeah. Like, he's not super happy. and Like, he's, like, kind of depressed. Yeah. Ugh. So, like, there are no consequences, which is why I don't like it. I, the older I get, the more I find that, like, I require consequences to feel like this, this media was worth consuming. Mm. Good or bad, there has to be consequences. Yeah, reaction. there ha- Physics says that there is a response. <laughs> opposite and equal opposite reaction. <laughs> I don't know why my brain skipped to this, but I was out with a friend last night, and she was explaining that she's like, my emo, why my emotional and mental state's like a bag of cats, and so is my husband's. And then we produced two more humans. And more bags of cats. And my brain was like, <laughs> immediately to a nursery rhyme in one of my kids' books. And I said it out loud. And my friend was like, what? <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I'll go home and I'll send you a picture. So this is the uh, nursery rhyme or the nursery rhyme riddle that was in my head last night. As I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Each wife had seven sacks. Each sack had seven cats. Each cat had seven kits. Kits, cats, sacks, and wives. How many were there going to St. Ives? Just a dude? No, no. Oh, he said I, when I was on my way to St. Ives. Why was that so freaking easy for you? Here I am about to do math. <laughs> he said when I was on my way, I met a man. It was just the guy that was going. That's why I said, isn't it just the dude? I want to hurl something. (laughs) See, those are okay for me. No, because I... math problems trip me out and I can't figure them out. No, I'm so mad now. Were you hoping to trip me up on that? No, I wasn't trying to trip you up at all. I was just being like, this is what my brain like randomly sporadically sped out of me last night. I should let you try to figure that out. I fun. still want the map. I want to know how many things are in that car. How many living beings are in that one car? <laughs> okay. Well, we can do that real fast. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad about it now. <laughs> Why was that so easy for you? I just, I, my brain immediately just skipped over the easy logic. Like, I can't. So went, okay, man on St. Ives, you're irrelevant. Tell me about this other man. Yeah. <laughs> How did this man satisfy seven wives? He doesn't. I was going to say, that's why they have so many cats. I was like, he doesn't. Let's be real. There's a guy on TikTok. I don't know why he's on my For You page. He comes up every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, this is how you please a woman. And I'm like, is he the British guy? I think so. He's got dark hair. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. And then I'm like, hmm. If I was married, I'd be like, watch this video. <laughs> I was like, I'd be like I watch this video he brought because up, he ain't lying. He brought up one and I was like, 
what? I, my, uh, what? <laughs> my brain like couldn't wrap around. <laughs> I, I was know. like, I'm based off your finger based off how you held your hand, I was like, I know what you're talking I about. I know, but I didn't want to say it. So like, I knew you'd get there. <laughs> and then I was like, but my mind wrapped around it. And I was like, I'm not married right now. This is useless to you. <laughs> I'm annoyed. <laughs> and it's fine. Oh, man. You know. And then there's the other guy with the tattoos. And he's got curly hair. And he... In one of his earlier videos, he had to put post-it notes over his nipples when he had his shirt off because TikTok kept striking him. And he was like, it's just my chest, man. Was this the guy that went viral for the thirst trap of washing his hands before sex? Yes. Okay. Because I saw a video from him today and he's like, you don't understand. I have curly hair. I can't use the 201 men's body wash. Yeah. So he showed all the things that he has. And people are like, this is the thirst trap. He's like, really? <laughs> Wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I was like. So many people on my For You page have tattoos. This is not helpful. I have so many that I want. Yeah, I'm fine. Most of them go on this arm, and I want them all to match, which means I have the same artist. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be like, here's the first one. Now here's all the other ones that I want to get, and I want them to, like, blend. <laughs> Let's make a plan. Mm-hmm. I saw someone get a BTS tattoo that I, if you weren't part of the BTS army, you would not have seen it as a BTS tattoo. Mm-hmm. It was very subtle, very well done. It had a whale and flowers and, like, two black marks with, like, stars in it. Yeah. It was very pretty, very well done. And I was like, see, like, even if I saw it, I might not have recognized it as one. Yeah. Which is what I love. I love subtle fandom. Yeah. It was so nice looking. Very crisp lines. I'm not even going to lie. I saw somebody being like, if BTS said they weren't going to put out another album until this this thing with Russia was, going, was done, B- the BTS stands... It, it would be over. It'd be done. Putin would be gone. And I was like, the problem is, I believe you. <laughs> it's like the, the thing with the BTS army is they're incredibly supportive, but there's also a massive chunk that is just the most toxic thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's weird. Like, are, we instance, pi- are you picking up at all? Me? Yeah, you're so small. Lined your small? Yeah. No, I'm there. But, mm. but I can go like this. Oof. There you go. Maybe that'll work better. Turn myself up a little bit. We'll see. Because normally we're about yes, the same volume. That, that looks better. Okay, that looks better. All right. Because I was just like, little blip, little blip. Can anyone even hear you? <laughs> um, seeing something? BTS Army. Oh, toxic. yeah. So, like, for instance... um. The members have said this before, that when they, because they know it's going to happen, but they would like to not be involved, um, when people ship different members together. Gross. Yeah. Like, it's weird. These are real people. I don't care if you do that with fictional people. They're not real. Their feelings can't get hurt. Mm-hmm. They can't feel gross about it. But when you do it to real people, that's weird. Yeah. That's weird and violating of someone's privacy that that's weird as hell yeah because these guys are already very public yeah to a point where it's like i'm sure mental they they've even talked about mentally it's like really hard they have a whole song dedicated to the fact of am i my online persona or am i this other person who's the real me <sighs> that's so hard because you're mm-hmm. both and they have all said explicitly i don't know if all of them said it, but the, some of the members have said explicitly like it's weird it makes me uncomfortable so don't involve me in it yeah 
I don't want to know. I'm not. Yeah, I don't want to know. Like, don't, don't come up to me and say, "Are you and you dating?" Like, that's weird. Don't do that to me. That's none of your business. Especially because they're like, I have been with these people for like 13 years. They're literally my brother. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, um, just the way they go after people that, like, there's levels of insults where it's like, sorry, dude, like, you kind of deserve that. (laughs) But I guess James Corden said something. They get really mad when you insult their fan base, though. They get pissed off about that. Okay, but I will say misogyny has made it so that if there is a group that predominantly is fanned by women it's cannon fodder and it's very frustrating so Mm -hmm. i can absolutely see yeah so like whenever um people say yeah it's like screaming 12 year olds they're like you know the beatles they had screaming 12 year olds until men started to like them and then suddenly they were legitimate Mm mm-hmm like I just <gasps> did I tell you I learned something hmm. about women recently. Mm-hmm. So the X chromosome has one thousand genomes to choose from. The, other night. <laughs> the Y chromosome has seventy. <laughs> so men only have one thousand seventy options for genetic choices to keep themselves alive. Women have two thousand. <laughs> It's no wonder we do better at life. <laughs> it's no wonder we're doing better. No wonder we have higher pig tolerance. And yeah. Are more adaptable and handle emotions better. That's my favorite thing. Watching people who are like getting videos from people who've transitioned female to male being like, I started tea and I suddenly couldn't handle pain. Like I understood the man cold and I was like. I know, I saw that, like, what? apparently it's a real thing. And then one of the comments was like, you are aware estrogen is in the natural painkiller, right? <laughs> and, oh. I just love that with Murphy. He's like, normally my girlfriend would make this tea, but now it's me making it, so it's just full of hate. <laughs> I freaking love Murphy. But I, I sent you that Murphy. video. I know. Today, and I just love the little notebook throw. He's <laughs> like, yeah, get him, Murphy. Get him. Murphy. I would trust Murphy with my drink. I would trust Murphy with my drink, yeah. Yeah. Like, inherently, there'd be no question. There's that girl. She's got the shorter black hair, and she goes on, like, those really great uninterrupted monologues. And she's like, listen, here's the deal, sweetie. If, da, 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 if I was one of the girls that would do this thing, and she's, like, put doing stuff, and I, she just, like, makes you go. I don't think I've seen her. But so, like, I was, uh, I was doing, so for my job, I have to do month ends, and I had to put our credit card information into QuickBooks. Mm-hmm. If I could yeet QuickBooks into the sun, I would do so happily but it was like a ton of work and so i knew that i was like i was not mentally going to be available for the next couple hours and so i messaged my team and i was like if you need me no you don't <laughs> like immediately just channeling murphy and everyone laughed and i was like no but i'm serious like if you need me no you don't like you're gonna have to give it till tomorrow <laughs> um anyways so that girl that does the expertly crafted monologue just like dragging people into the dirt um mostly misogynistic men anyways someone said something and she's like listen listen she's like you think you're all that i want next time you walk into a bar how many women instinctively cover their cups is that the kind of person you are and i was like oh i i saw a video for the jugular no i i saw a video from um a i don't know she wasn't white i think she was black she was a a comedian and so she's like yeah you know my 
Um, I sent it to you. You did? You did. She said, I guess my face went neutral. And he said, you have a resting bitch face. And she was like, hmm. <laughs> well, you have resting rape face. And I was like, oh, no. I know. Oh, no. The, the reaction I had to that was like, oh, <laughs> he poked you and you slapped him into the next dimension. Ooh. <laughs> Were you also the one that sent me that, like, slap some humble into them? Yeah, okay. that's a movie. That's, that's how a, that's I That's a TV felt. show on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. Ah, uh, it was the warrior in them. Oh, I, just all I know and the, is, like... how hard she slapped that girl. That... And, just, poof, and I was like, oh! Yeah. I remember watching that scene, and I was like, she deserved it! She deserved it! <laughs> <laughs> I was well, like, Because like, yes! I watched that slap, and so when she's like, you have resting rape face, I was like, that's how hard that hit felt. <laughs> and I was like, oh... Okay. Basically, she's like, if you can't be respectful, neither can I. I was like, I'm here for it. Did you, that, that, gar, the girl that's in the guard post, that says she watched this w- woman walk by, who was like all business, super trendy coat on, was like super fly looking. <gasps> the one, get down on your knees and beg? Yeah. <laughs> what, what would and you have like, done? Hey, mommy, you want to come home with me? And she was like, sure, if you can prove it or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, oh, but I didn't expect you to sit. And she was like, She's like, we can get down on your knees and beg. And he's like, I'm, I'm sorry. And then she's like, wait, wait, what would you have said if he said okay? She would have been like, good boy. And she was like, oh. And she's like, I'm already half in love with her. Like, <laughs> she's so out of my league. Confident woman, man. <laughs> Confident woman who are not afraid to put up with your crap. Oh, I love it. I remember that video and I was like, wow. I'm not even into women, but like, I'm into this. <laughs> Someone that confident. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Get it, girl. And then and then someone's like, "Well, yeah, well, what am-? it was like, well, that's the difference between a man's confidence. They don't need to prove they don't need anything, anything because they're confident in who they are. They don't gotta prove nothing. Like that that guy who got famous with the curly hair and stuff, and he was saying that he was like, "What do you mean you don't wash your ass because it's gay? How gross are you? <laughs> what do you mean you don't wash your body?" What's the matter with you? It's gross. I know. I was like, so you're, what you're admitting to is that you're unsanitary. How was that attractive? That's not. That video of that woman that went viral where she's basically railing into her husband about, I have begged you to go to college. I have set up classes for you to go to college. I, You keep telling me how unhappy you are. I keep trying to get you out of it. Go to a new thing. And she's like, I have had to raise you. Like, I'm raising our three other children. Like, raise you up like a child. And then you come home and expect me to be all loving. I cannot be attracted to that. I don't think I've seen that one. She is telling this man she's done. Her tone of voice is, I'm done. I am done. She's like, I treat you like a child. I'm not attracted to children. Yeah, she's like, I cannot be physically or emotionally attracted to that. And then he's just dead silent the whole time. And you know. You know based off his few responses, he's not listening to her. Like she's divorcing this man. And everybody's just watching her go off. And people are like, that tone of voice is, I'm done. I've had enough. Mm -hmm. I haven't been physically attracted to you for so long because I'm raising you like I'm raising her other kids. Like this is not something I can be attracted to. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I think, so I've been hearing, so because of misogyny, a lot of men are only taught that the only way to be, like, emotionally 
intimate with a person is through sex. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, unless for women, unless I get an emotional connection, I don't want to be intimate with you. Yeah, unless I know you like in a very deep emotional level, you don't get to touch me that way. No, like if I can't have a conversation with you, why do you think I'd let you have a like a conversation with my body? Excuse me, it doesn't feel I don't feel valued as a person. Why would I let you touch me? And that I've come like the more I know about the world, the more I realize that that's primarily a western ideal. Yeah. Because I remember that interview where there was a guy that was leading BTS around, like, kind of being their, like, go-between uh-huh. because he knew English. RM knows a lot of English, but it's hard English to continuously hard. be speaking another language that you're not super pro at mm-hmm. and be, like, the translator for everything. Like, that's a lot of stress and worry. I mean, there's an interview where he's talking in English, and you can tell he's getting a little overwhelmed because he leans into Jin, who's older than him. And Jin just kind of, like, like puts his arm over there and, like, pats his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, just silent, like, you can do it. Because you can tell he's getting a little stressed out because he immediately leans into this other guy for support and is like, ah! But he's so professional about it. Anyways, he said it was a little... This guy was like, it was a little bit of a culture shock for me because I go into their room and immediately I see, like, one of the guys is shirtless on a bed, the other guy's massaging his back. And he's like, immediately, he's like, in American culture... Someone would be screaming, yay, yay. But for them, mm-hmm. this is my best friend. His back hurts. Yeah. Like, but they like, don't see it that way. Because in their culture, they're taught a little bit more like, you love your friend. Give them a hug. Mm-hmm. But also, like, um, bathhouses are a thing. So yeah. That you... In Asian cultures, bathhouses are a thing. Also, Nordic cultures. Mm-hmm. I, I, I my heard friend... a quote from somebody once about um, about. Uh, the the man's comment was about men always wanting young beautiful perky women and women always wanting people around their age group no his this was just a commentary on men always wanting young perky women he's like some of you have never seen your grandma's tits and it shows and i was like i'm gonna take this as western men don't understand what the female body looks like when it's old so they don't want it that's where I'm going to go with this. Okay. <laughs> Versus the dual gender bathhouses in Asian cultures. Mm-hmm. And Roman culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and Greek. Because the Greeks were very much in love with the human body. Too much, but you know. It was a, wor- it was a work of art for them. They were like, it has to be honored and praised. I'm sorry. Knees are the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. There's nothing beautiful about that. <laughs> Knees are um, weird. Because one of my friends, he went to Japan when he was little. And There's applesauce he said, everywhere. He said they were going to... He said they were going to a bathhouse. And he's like, oh, cool, a bathhouse. He wasn't told that it was a communal bathhouse. Oh. So he was like, imagine my little nine-year-old brain going, ah! Because he was like, I'm in Western culture. This is not something you encounter. How do I behave like a normal human right now? He was like, it was incredibly awkward. Because he was like, people are just wandering around. Full exposure. And he was like, I'm not an innocent. Ah. But he was like, none of the other kids cared. This yeah. was normal. Yeah. It's not normal for I, me. So I was, um, I was getting in the bath once or in the shower. And Colin like wanders into the bathroom even though Avery was home, he's like, oh, Mama, your boobies! And then double-handed touch, and I was like, yes, please don't touch my boobies. Those those are my boobies. <laughs> like, it's fine. But, like, also, oh, the most terrifying moment after having 2.0 was 
I had a boob out because I just finished nursing and he walks up and opens his mouth with all those sharp little teeth and this child didn't even nurse and I'm just like, don't freak out, don't freak out, don't freak out, don't freak out. And he gets a little close and then he's like, backs off and he's like, okay, bye. And I was like, whoo, whoo, okay, <laughs> I didn't make this a problem. <laughs> I didn't make it a problem, so he didn't make it a problem, okay. Yeah. Skated through that one with the skin of my teeth. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so I watched Hal's Moving Castle last night. I love that movie. And I haven't seen it in so long. <laughs> Did and I ever tell you? Avery and I were early married, and I was randomly in the bathroom brushing my teeth. And it was a total ADHD moment. I recognize that now. I just turned to him and I was like, Are you kidding me? Hal's Moving Castle for Christmas? And he's just like, Well, shocked and amused. And he's like, Stop asking. He got me spirited away. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, she's really close to guessing. It's <laughs> the randomest thing I think I've ever done to him. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe but, I shouldn't say that. I should ask him. Avery. Ever. Was it the randomest thing I've ever done to you? You're going to ask me this question live. Yeah. Yep. I know. I'll come back to you. Think on it. We'll come back. <laughs> Anyways, I was watching House of Moving Castle. I haven't seen it in so long, I realized, because I, like, I remembered stuff, but I also forgot a lot of stuff. Mm. Like, I forgot about the wheezy dog. <laughs> Howl. You know. What? You and she's like, you traitor. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about him. And I also, like, I remember Howl being a drama queen. I don't remember him being that much of a drama oh, queen. Oh, he is a drama queen. Because I do remember their first interaction, you're like, ooh, I want to howl, and then later you're like, he's a freaking 12-year-old. You'll be like, ooh, I like that. And then you see him, like, that dramatic, and I'm like, no, thank you. No, but thank also, you. But also, like, she gets into that whole, like, no, nah, not from, nope, you gotta, mm And then he quickly recognizes that she's not gonna put up with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because after she, after his slimy self gets into the bath, we don't see him be that dramatic again. No, because he learned. Oh, okay, because, that's not okay. Because he learned immediately that she was like, absolutely not. And he's like, oh, crap, because I like you. And <laughs> guess I can't do that no more. Mm-hmm. No more, no more, no more, no more. It's mm-hmm. Okay. But also, it's Christian Bale, so he doesn't quite do a Batman voice when he's all birdiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's deeper, and also, I like it. I didn't realize this. Markle? baby josh hutcherson yeah i did know that i was like what how old would you how old would you Peter? ow <laughs> they did a really good job casting that one they did a really good job casting that one um also i gotta watch spirited away again because i haven't seen princess mononoke in like years the one i want to watch is nausicaa valley of the wind hmm. have you seen that one there's actually a lot of his that i haven't seen because hmm. he's got a lot he does have a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we but had to we had to Spirited turn Spirited away and Howl's away. Moving Castle are my absolute favorite. We had so. to turn Spirited away off in the car because 1.0 walked up to Avery, grabbed his arm, and be like, "Play with me, or I'll break your arm." <laughs> and I was like, "Because that's what happens in Spirited Away." Oh, yeah, and then we were like, "Okay, it's time to change the movie." <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, "All right, maybe this isn't as kid friendly as we thought." <laughs> no, I mean he enjoyed it, and because like no faces, Mama, what's happening? He's eating people, and it's giving him a tummy ache. Because we don't eat people, huh? No, we don't eat people. <laughs> so Princess Mononoke is definitely not child-friendly. Nope. 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 But we also have Totoro. Like, we t- bought mm-hmm. Totoro specifically so that, like, we could put it on in the car. But I'm 
almost positive that if I take Paw Patrol out of the car, I will have an ever-loving meltdown. And it's not worth it. <laughs> yep, pick your battles. As it, that's not a battle I care for today. Yeah, you're like, that's not a battle that's important. Yeah, like... <laughs> you're doing this thing that is for your health and safety. That is a battle I will fight for. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get in a car seat. Yeah, kid, your safety's involved. I don't care what you want. <laughs> and I literally tell him that. Your safety's involved. I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. I think Orion finally was like, yes, I have settled down into this perfect spot. I will accept your love and affection. Because mm-hmm. he's so weird. He keep, Every night he tries to cuddle with me and I'm like, you know this is a bad idea. You've lived with us for over a year. You need to stop. I will not stop wiggling until I am comfortable. You sleeping on me is not comfortable. Because <laughs> we had, when my brother lived with us, um, Simon. Was my dad was like one? his favorite person, yeah. But they, they neutered him when he was too little, so I messed up his hormones. Because mm. he, like, ne- he was a grazer. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't eat any people food. He didn't like any people food. Mm. Yeah. So he was a grazer and never ate a lot. And so he, he was healthy as could be. So the doctors were pretty sure it was just a hormone issue. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but he, you pick him up and he didn't have bones anymore. He would just turn into like a ball of goosh. Anyways, my dad was like his favorite person. So my dad runs a little hotter. So he was like, you're warm. Let me, let me make biscuits on your chest. And you're like, ow. No, more, more specifically your stomach. And you'd be like, ow. 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 <laughs> all that weight on those tiny little toe beans. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, speaking of dumb, dumb who, who versus who things, um, <laughs> just basically Batman versus anybody. Basically. Anybody with superpowers. Be like, yeah. Well, if he had, I'm not talking about prep time. I'm talking about go time. I'm talking about go time. If Batman was running around and was suddenly faced with this person, he would lose. Yeah. Because he is smart and everything. Oh, okay. I think. Well, I don't know if you will. A little violent. Oh. Well, <laughs> I say little. It's pretty violent. It's Vox Machina. The Legends of Vox Machina. It sounds familiar, but I don't Critical think Role it. had a campaign that they did. The first one, they animated it. Ah, yes. Animated part of it so far. The only first season is out. And I've already spoiled myself, and I'm going to be horribly sobbing when that day comes. Because <laughs> um, he's my favorite character. <laughs> um, and I already know that two romances are going to happen, so I'm really excited about that. <laughs> um, but it's actually, and I think it looks like the same studio that did Avatar Lesser Bender. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen studio. stuff that I'm like I recognize this art style. Yeah. The same studio that did um Voltron. And Okay. I never finished Voltron. Was it I okay? Did, I didn't finish it. What, why didn't we finish it again? Cuz the first season was good. I remember the first season being good. Wait, you don't know why I didn't finish it? I don't know why I didn't finish it. What's your thoughts? It's like now it's done. Here's some random stuff. Oh, so oh. it just oh, didn't okay. have a satisfying ending. But, but it didn't have the build up to make it satisfying for everybody. Oh, okay. So it just didn't have it. Because I've seen did. a couple TikToks, you know, it's like, what's the worst globe down in animated history? And what's his face? 
the leader guy with the white hair. Shiro. Shiro has been shown twice now that I've seen. Hmm. Apparently, his characterization gets destroyed. Yeah. It's annoying. Hey, Avery, because you're, you're not paying attention to the computer, what's the weirdest thing I've ever done to you? This right now. This does not count. <laughs> you know, Because you know it's not the weirdest thing I've ever done to you. No, there is no exit. Jump off the bridge. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I'll bother you about it later. Mister, I'm not going to have a good answer. <laughs> he, he went full of panic mode. Ha, ha, now, right now, right now is the weirdest thing. <laughs> no, no, it is not. I know it's not. I've been married to you for almost seven years. <laughs> yep. I still like my mom was my mom would be like, How long have they been married? And then I have to think about how long me and boyfriend have been dating. And then I'm like a little bit less than I have been dating boyfriend. Yeah. We're gonna be in eight years in April. What? I'm gonna be seven years in May. I don't think you were dating for a year before I got married, were you? He came to your wedding. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was at your wedding. I don't remember most of my wedding. It's fine. I remember the night. I remember the night evening of your wedding. <laughs> I'm realizing. I had that a I... makeout session with him in the car, so <laughs> that's why. That's why I know he was at your wedding. <laughs> that's why I know. <laughs> oh my goodness! And I he just... was wearing those gray slacks that make his butt look really good. So that's probably why you made out with him. Maybe. He also made me appreciate vanilla ice cream for a little bit. Because he had just had some. I was like, I don't think I want to know why. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't like vanilla ice cream, and he I know does. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but yeah. I was like, the night before my wedding, I was just hyper fixated on socks. You were, and I had some in my pocket. And I, okay, that, we were talking pre- uh, di- earlier last week about, like, ways that we've kind of, like... Yeah, how I've adapted to your ADHD. And I've, how I've adapted to your hearing loss. Mm-hmm. Having socks in your pocket so I'd stop freaking out about my wedding. I'm pretty sure that's an adaptation. Probably. Because <laughs> nobody else thought of that. I know. Everyone else was like, I got to convince you. And I was like, if I have a visual visual representation that I can just pop out and say, here. And you go, okay. And then I just put it back in. <laughs> and then everyone was like, that works. Okay. And, and I was like, like, yes, I know it worked. <laughs> Of course it would. <laughs> oh man, ADHD is weird. I um feel a little bit bad, but I essentially called out a friend, being like, "Hey, you know how your nephew's autistic? Who in your who in your immediate family is autistic?" And she's like, "Well, probably this person and this person." And I was like, "And you? <sighs> yes, and me." <laughs> Fine. I'll admit it, and then I made her take the rads. R. She like. 60 no one who's neurotypical scores over 65 i scored about a 120 she scored about a 180 <laughs> and i was like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there was a girl that i saw a tiktok of and she i don't remember what led her to taking that test she was taking it for like kicks and giggles mm-hmm. and then she was like so regular people don't score above 60 she's like 65 65 she's like i got 130 so guys, I think I need to go see someone. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Did you know Santa Sephora's got her count banned again? It's happened to her six times. I know. 
No, it's like someone at TikTok should just understand that when Sound of the Forest comes up on their thing, it's wrong. Yeah. Because the videos that kept getting flagged were her saying, hey, this account's pretending to be me. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah, it's pretty annoying. Um, so, no, <laughs> the diagnostic people who make the DSM-5 are like, mm, too many people are being diagnosed as autistic. We're going to make the requirements stricter. stricter. Yeah, I saw that I twitch. Mm-hmm. So? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything. It just means that people are being more accepted with being not normal. Normal is a white dude. We have learned in the medical field repeatedly that that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Medicine is constantly being involved because they're like, hey, you're not a white person. You mm-hmm. are an African-American female. Therefore, this is not going to present the same way. Yeah, I know. Ooh. I know. I, I still remember how mad my dad got on your behalf. <laughs> he was like, I don't need a diagnosis. It's fine. I functioned very well without medication. I thought it was just so funny. He was like, what does that even matter? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, normal people is decided by people in a room who said this is normal when it doesn't matter. So I actually saw somebody being like, if you want the autistic community to have better resources, you need to have autistic people helping create the resources. Mm-hmm. Which is why every single autistic person is like, yo, autism speaks. It's is terrible. So every time they're like, oh yeah, just like, you know, if your children's autistic, like give them a blue bucket. I'm like, no. Why do they need to advertise if they're autistic on Halloween? Just give them candy. It's a literal child. So one issue I see with that is a lot of um But I'm like if you're t- typically people with autism will have more co- comorbidities of like having allergies. Mm-hmm. So, so giving like, them options. Then that's your parents' job mm-hmm. to be like, "Hey, my kid has allergies. Here's what they can and cannot have. Yeah. What do you have that you can offer?" not being like hey everyone because i don't want to like you know so my understanding was like the people who were putting out the goodies should put out a blue bucket if it's censored like no this I, is a sensory thing wh- versus, the one like, i candy. read was your child needs to wear have a blue bucket no yeah that's that's how it was worded no it was your child needs to do this not i need to be considerate well that's <laughs> you know yeah so i was like no, I, your child does not need to advertise. Mm-hmm. Like, if if you want your kid to have a good time, and you want kids to have a good time, don't make, don't force them to say trick or treat. Yeah, kids are shy. You should be like, oh, hello, how are you? You look cute. Here's a candy. That's how you do it, people. It's that simple. Or if you don't want to interact, just put a bucket of candy out there and don't even open your door. Yep. Or like my family. Put a note on the door and saying we're not home and go downstairs and watch a movie my dad we'd turn off all the lights and we'd shut the gate yeah, if all the lights are off and the gate's shut you're not coming up to the front door <laughs> um there was one year i had to put a note that said stressed out college student trying to do finals please do not ring the doorbell the dogs will freak oh man because they kept ringing the doorbell Hug and Sawyer would not chill out. And I was like, for the love of God, I'm trying to write an essay that is due tomorrow. (laughs) I was like, stop it. And I wrote in like big letters like, I am stressed. Don't touch it. Goodbye. 
Honestly, I'm, I'm I'm at the point. I'm about to put painter's tape over my doorknob and my doorknob. Doorbell. My doorbell and just say, no. <laughs> no, you will wake the child. If you wake no, the no, child, no, just no. I've seen doorbells or markers where it's like, do not ring this. If you wake the child, I will come and scream at you. Do you want me to come scream at you? I will come and scream at you. <laughs> well, it's like, it's the FedEx man and my in-laws. We have two... We have two different no soliciting signs on the way up to our front door. They're always ignored. We have one right underneath our doorbell. Maybe you should need to put it above. And then we have one right in the garden that says, don't do them up here. And I'm too nice. Like, I'll have a conversation with them. And I look young, so they ask if my parents are home. Nope. And usually they're not home. And then it's me. It's usually a guy. Me saying politely, yeah, they're not into that kind of thing. And then eventually my dad comes over and he's like, yeah, no, not interested. And like shoves me away from the door and closes it. And I'm like, I just gotta be mean. I don't want to be mean because that job sucks. Hey, I own this house. (laughs) (laughs) Avery, I own this house. Slam door. (laughs) I'll just pretend. Nope, I'm the homeowner. Goodbye. No, thanks. Bye. Have a good day. If I want solar, I will come find you. Yeah. Which my dad has looked into solar and he's like, it's just... He's like, it's another mortgage. I've paid off the mortgage. Why do I? Why would I want that? Yeah. He's like, it's not enough in the long run to actually save me anything. My parents find that the solar on their house does counterbalance their electricity bill enough that it's worth it for them. My dad, but someone is always home at my parents' house. Yeah. When we're all at, well, my mom's always home now because she's retired, but the the way my dad sees it is that I don't have a house mortgage right now. All I have to do is pay the property tax and then whatever bills. If I put, and then they also just remodeled, mm-hmm. which I think they had actually enough in savings to do that. So I don't know if they actually had to take out a loan, but also it's the whole, if I put forward the money to do this, it's just another thing. That I have to pay for. Yeah. He's like, I have a brand new truck and a trailer that I'm paying for. Mm-hmm. Which, in my case, is more worth it. Because me and your mom want to go out and travel and spend a few weeks in the woods. <laughs> I don't want solar. I don't need it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And I trust your dad to do the research on that to know what he wants. Yeah. My dad's definitely an exhaust all points and values to figure out what's the best one. Uh-huh. Like, the amount of research he did on the right trailer so that he could afford the right thing. Because he was like, okay, if I want this kind of trailer, I need to buy this kind of truck. Can I afford this truck? No, I can't afford this truck, which means I can't find afford that trailer. Mm -hmm. And then he thought about getting um, a trailer that had an engine on it. Mm -hmm. But he was like, yeah, but if something's wrong with the trailer, you're stranded. Yeah. He's like, if something's wrong with the other trailer, you still have a truck to move around. And he also liked the idea that he didn't have to pull a car. Yeah, that's... Because he was like, once you get your trailer there, you still have your truck. But he was like, if I have the trailer, I have to bring a car. Which means I have to get rid of this. Because we got rid of my mom's car so that we could have the truck. So my mom drives the truck. Most, I mean, my dad drives mostly anyways, but... Yeah. He was... was he was gonna trade in his Mustang. Oh. And the whole family was like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was like, I will get used to driving a truck. No, you're not getting rid of that Mustang. And then he's talking about getting rid of it again. 
So my mom can have a smaller car to drive around. And we're like, Dad, you waited till me, your youngest child, was 20, was like in high school before you got a Mustang. Well, you're not going to get rid of it now. Yeah. We've only been in high school 10 years. No. And I was like, and then he's gotten a, a newer one since then. I mean, it, it's kind of old now. It's 2013, but. Oh, is that old? Because that means my uh, my car is, is a 14. That's old, too. I have a 2013 car. And my van's a 15. I guess that's old, huh? I saw your car parked out there. I love your little sticker. <laughs> I have literally... Okay, so our 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 car, our sedan, is a stick shift. And so I... When I used to be in office all the time, I would leave and I'd be on a big hill. And I got really annoyed with people being so close to me. And I got honked at once because I rolled back so that I could get going. Because I'm literally driving a stick shift. So I got so annoyed, I found a sticker that says, I drive a stick shift. We're on a hill. Do you really want to be close enough to read this? I've had people, <laughs> I've had people like pull up beside me, roll their window down and something like, what do you mean? They're like, I love your sticker. Where did you find it? <laughs> I was at therapy and I was leaving at the same time of another patient and she's like, oh, is that your car? Where did you get your sticker? And I was like, Amazon. She's like, I need one because I also have a stick. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And you've had people in your rearview mirror, you've seen them back up. I have. Mm-hmm. On a hill. <laughs> they because backed like, up. Oh, I've seen a bumper sticker that says I drive stick shift. And I've been like, oh, am I too close to you? <laughs> because I remember my, my sister in her little Geo. Uh-huh. Seeing someone like, oh, steep as hell hill. Yeah. Seeing someone and she went, frick. She's like, I'm so close. I might actually hit them. And doing the panic. <laughs> to try and like not hit them. <laughs> yeah. What, Avery? I finally found a random thing. Oh. oh, what's the randomest thing I've ever done you? Or the weirdest thing? Oh, well, no, tell me anyways. Say it, yeah. So it's when we were driving to. No, that doesn't count. <laughs> what? You can't no. leave me hanging here. Okay. What? Okay, story. tell us story. We were going to a movie, and Avery was driving, and he's like, "I think the couple behind us is cuddling," and so I physically turned my entire body around to stare at them. <laughs> they were in the same movie theater as we were. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. They they sprang apart so fast and <laughs> did not cuddle the entire drive. Like they pulled in behind us and we were like, crap. How, how you embarrassed them. I did. <laughs> how young were they? I don't know. Because at our age, I would have been like, yeah, so. They, they, they must, must have, been have been freshly dating. Yeah. To be embarrassed. Freshly. And I was like, <laughs> to spring apart like in an anime. <laughs> That's really freaking cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute that they were like, oh. So I was and then they you. had the whole like mental crisis of like, why did I spring away? Yeah, why, why, why did that stress me out? <laughs> because that's not wrong. So I was going to tell you, the last time I saw somebody freaking out about my sticker, I was on like, I was just on a big road, just, you know, going home. And I look in the rearview mirror and there is a driver laughing hysterically and the passenger's like, what? And then I see them explaining the sticker to the passenger and they're been like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> we were, I was, I was quite a ways back from the light and it was a long light and I was just like, I made that person stay. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how to drive stick shift. And I mean, that's fine. But it's like my cousin he's got like three cars hmm. he actually was featured in a magazine because people his age don't typically get that high in company standing yeah anyways so he's got a bmw and it's two-door sedan thing 
and it's a stick shift. Mm-hmm. He woke up one morning to a horrible grinding noise. <gasps> looked out his window. His BMW had been backed out of the driveway with the door hanging open. And he was like, some idiot tried to steal my car and couldn't because it's a stick shift. Yeah. And he was like, at least I know that I got that kind of security. But he had to take it into the shop because he was like, the way those gears hit ground together, he was like... I'm afraid something broke. Because he, he is a mechanic in his own right. Like, mm-hmm. he and his dad worked together to fix up cars, but I think that was a little bit out of his depth. So he was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. And it was also like a BMW. Yeah. So he was like, if I mess this up. <laughs> yeah, no, I... But I, I have surprised I'm also like, people because I get in my car and like, you drive stick? Yeah. Did you not know that? Like, why is this shocking? And they're like, I just don't know anybody who drives stick. And I was like, well, now you know someone. I was like, it was a long time before you drove anything that wasn't stick. Yes, because I wrecked the van. <laughs> I literally, within three months of getting my license, I wrecked the van that my parents had just paid off with all my siblings in the car. So I had to learn stick. You freaked me out when you first started driving. Was I that bad? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You talked to me on the phone once and I didn't know you were driving. I heard a squeal, a loud honk, somebody yelling at you, and I said, "Are you driving right now?" And you said, "Yeah," and I and I just hung up on you. I don't remember. That. I just hung up. I was so mad at you. I was like, "You, we've been driving for family. <laughs> my, my family, my siblings drive so bad. My mom should has died in so many car accidents. I don't, my, I don't let any of my siblings drive me. My, I have gotten much better at driving. I will admit that my parents drive. Well, you've had, you have kids now. Well, and I even. I've just become, I think after getting married and getting my own car, I was just like more conscientious mm -hmm. of my driving. But especially with children. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I know I'm not the best driver. I know that. I'm highly aware. I have speeding tickets to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) But my dad is such a good driver that when he was like actually like speeding should have gotten a ticket, they looked at his record and saw that he never had anything. So he just let him go. I'm still mad that you got out of a ticket in a school zone. I wasn't an in the school zone. active school zone. I was not in the school zone. I will fight you to the death on that. I was not in the school zone. I lived there my whole life. I know where that school zone is. I'm still mad. I'm still mad about that one. Because I was... The school zone was over. I was just had a freaking lead foot. I was... <laughs> I, what time was that? It was after school had let out for them, though. We were far enough away from the school zone, though, and he didn't tell me it was from a school zone. He was just like, your speed. But it was the first time I've been pulled over, though. Mm-hmm. My hands were shaking. Mm. I was I was nervous as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, I think having undiagnosed ADHD made driving really hard. Mm. You distracted. So easy. There's so many things I have to be paying attention to at the same time. And so until I, I had gained and forced myself to gain those skills and was confident in those skills, I was terrible. I just remember that TikTok I saw. I was like, you know, how when you first start driving and they teach you the importance of tend to and check your mirrors and make sure your seat's bright and you can reach the pedals and now we all just disassociate while we drive. I, was I like, have gotten home before and being like, I legitimately don't remember anything. I am now terrified. There's actually a literal word for that. It's like you go in extreme autopilot. Yeah. You know, because there's been times where I went to school and I'm like, how did I get here? This yeah. is a 30 minute drive. It terrifies me so badly that I like keep my brain engaged anymore than I drive. I can't. I can't. It just, it scares me so mm. bad. Yeah, I think um that's part of the reason why I always have music. 
Yeah, no, I, I can I can disassociate even with the music. <laughs> mm. I will say I'm a much better driver than when I started. Mm-hmm. Uh, sibling told me the other day when we were leaving because she does this a lot and it really pisses me off because every time I feel like we're about to die and it's not that. Because I'll be like, okay, so there's two lanes here. I'm gonna turn left, and then she sees a car coming that I know is turning left as well, but there's two lanes. Mm-hmm. And then she screams. I slam on the brake and say, "What?" I'm like, every time she screams is right when I'm like doing something to prevent something. Every time, it's mm. really infuriating. And then after I was like, "You do this all the time." Apparently, I'm the worst driver ever and cut off people all the time. I mean, you do a little bit, but I was like. Because whenever, like, I don't know, like, what cutting off for her is to me. Because I always, like, because before I go in front of somebody, if I can't see them all the way in my rearview mirror, I don't go in front of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what is cutting off then? <laughs> if I do it all the time and don't see it that way. If she can't give you an answer, then the answer is she doesn't know. She just feels <laughs> that way. I'm just like, Because <laughs> there has been times I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. And then I learned my mirrors were adjusted wrong. Oh, so I fixed that. Yeah. That would do it. Because my, my dad was like, you're not supposed to be able to see your car in the mirror. And um, I was like, oh. So the best he's advice. Like, if you adjust it and you see your handle too far, adjust it just enough. And I was like, oh, okay. So that that was the advice I heard is to adjust it so you can see your rear view handles. Your rear view handles. Your, your back ha- door handles. We'll see if my dad said if you can see them, you're adjusted too far inward and you can't see your blind spot. And then he proved it to me. Hmm. So that so now I have it where I turn it in and I'm like, oh, there's a ruby handle. And I inch it until they're just out of frame. Hmm. And now I can see really well. So No, see, for at least for my, the, our sedan, seeing, being able to see the, the, the handles gives me enough. Because it's not like center. It's like the very edge mm-hmm. of the mirror. Your peripheral or not your, your depth perception can give you an idea of where the car is yes yeah like that's what mm-hmm. i need i need i need to be able to like gauge where the car is so yeah. that i can check because I'm, I'm physically going to turn and check mm-hmm. yeah so i was like driving's horrible i hate it <laughs> i remember being terrified to go on the freeway for a long time i would take the long way home to avoid taking a hill because i had to drive a stick <laughs> for a year you, that hill specifically on say you're taking the back way to fashion place where you go behind top golf crap what is that street called and you go that's, right next to all the trailer homes that's that's not a hill that's not where i'm i'm on lost okay so 62 that's not a bad hill not 62 i'm telling you where i'm going oh <laughs> so you 62 you go across redwood okay and you take a right going south mm-hmm. and then you get up to that corner street where they've actually built townhomes and then there's that really steep hill right there that one's not a bad one the problem one is, is i'm uh, not telling you it's a bad one i'm saying do you remember that hill yes okay sorry I in driver's I... ed that hill is terrifying i did not take that hill on driver's ed. i take that hill a lot and now it's to the point where i just take my foot off the gas and coast down it <laughs> and i'm like when people put their brakes on i'm annoyed <laughs> i sent you that video the other day because there's a back road near my house. The speed limit's 35. Everybody who lives there goes 45. Yeah. And I know when someone's not from there or used to it because they're going 35 and then there's a huge line of cars and people are like, what's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. No, so the the, 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 uh, 
the hill that I would avoid is because I'd always hit a light because I'd have to turn left, which is on 54th. Mm-hmm. Past the train tracks. You seem more lost. I'm trying to visualize it. 54 past the train tracks. Which yeah, they're side? the overhead train tracks. Which side of Bangor? Bring- yeah. yeah, if you're headed up to Kern's Eye. I was like, I've taken you home so many times. Yeah, but you always took me 62, because that was closer, that was the street you were hassled on. That's true. 54. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gone up that far. No? No, I have. The big hill. Train tracks. Is that the one that's, like, right next to Kearns? Yeah. And the one where I jerked my wheel because for that kid, and he... <laughs> I just remember. <laughs> Is that next to where Martial Arts was? That hill? Huh? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about now. Anyways, I hill. remember I took that back way up, went up that hill, and there was this little prick child. He was at the crosswalk, saw me, and I was just drumming my fingers, like I do. Yeah. Thought I was being impatient, decided to drag his feet, take his ever-loving sweet time, and then, and then a bunch of other people went. So by the time I saw him again, he was actually quite up the road. He smiled at me, and I had, and I had my other hand below, and I just went like this. I just jerked my hand to the right on the steering wheel, and he went, Wah! and I was just like, I'm sorry, that was petty of me, and I'm in a two-ton killing machine. But that was deserved. But it was a little deserved. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just... Okay. Yeah. I'm tired. Nope, so I'm are tired. you ready for Scary oh, Scory yes. Tuesdays? It will actually just be four, 14 facts about skinwalker ranch that will 100 percent scare the crap out of you no. yes <laughs> so this is from an article by jacob greers on mm-hmm. thought catalog because giving credit where credit is due is important to me mm-hmm. number one a skinwalker is a person with the ability to transform into any different type of animal at will Mm-hmm. and mercy not thompson technically they need the skin of the animal but like whatever um, mercy thompson is very particular that she's not a skinwalker no because that is not what she does. Nope, she doesn't steal people's skins. Mm-mm. She's not evil. They are most frequently seen as coyotes, wolves, foxes, eagles, owls, or crows. Some can also steal the faces of different people and appear as someone you know. <laughs> Avatar Last Airbender has told me how to be afraid of that thing. I hate <laughs> that thing. Ow! <laughs> just twitched so hard I hurt. <laughs> if you accidentally lock eyes with the skinwalker, they can absorb themselves into your body and take control of your actions. No! Rare skinwalkers can also have the ability to enchant the powder of corpses and use it as a substance as a potion dust, a potion, poison dust on victims. No. The legend of the skinwalker originates from the Navajo, a southwestern Native American tribe in the um, southern Utah, northern Arizona, New Mexico area. Okay. Because that's where the Navajo people lived. Oh, yeah. Um, in the Navajo language, the word skinwalker is... Yi Nagoloshi, which re- translates to he who walks on all fours. Hmm. Which, which doesn't sense. sound scary. Except if you have cultural context, it sounds yeah. terrifying. If you have the cultural context, sure. But also kind of like how Charles was called Running Eagle. Too <laughs> stupid to fly. <laughs> um, skinwalkers have only entered the public discourse relatively recently compared to the uh, two other phenomenon. In 1996, a team of scientists ventured into a Utah ranch to investigate a series of bizarre phenomenons. Skinwalker Ranch, and there's actually a Netflix special. 
That really? I, yeah. I don't know if I can handle it. I kind of want to watch it, but my I got to make sure my boys are asleep. I think I'd be too freaked out. I'll make <laughs> boyfriend watch it with me. <laughs> <laughs> if their other powers weren't enough, skinwalkers are also said to be able to run incredibly long distances. Some say over 200 miles in one evening. Ooh. Wow. That fast. That terrifies me. In one evening, 200 miles? That's what it says. It's like a two-hour drive. That's gross. I can't. Skinwalkers have a tendency to hang around graveyards and can dig up graves at an impossibly fast speed. That's terrifying. So what you're telling me is that they're the moles of of the supernatural world. (laughs) Kind of. Um, While they can take many forms, many people who see them today describe them as hollowed out dog-like animals. The not deer. I also, I heard that the not deer could also just be a deer that's infected with a virus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's much less terrifying. Yeah, but everybody who's seen like an actual not deer goes, oh yeah, deer. Wait, and then the more they look at it, the more it's not a deer. Because you can see a diseased or cancerous deer and go, oh, poor thing. Yeah. But these the people who've seen one go, oh gosh, a deer. No. What is that? Because the brain just goes, supplies deer. And then they go, wait. So my favorite thing, my favorite thing is black people in the discourse of scary sounds. Is that sound paying your rent? No. Then you didn't hear anything. <laughs> and I was like, see, but the white person in me wants to know what's happening. <laughs> and it's also like, how do I keep my kids safe if I don't check out the sound? Like, explain that to me. It's mm-hmm. the reason that my dad keeps a wooden katana near their bed. Yeah. I, I have sticks underneath. I have um, um, cold steel sticks under my bed. Mm-hmm. They're great. And as someone who's a what level black belt are you now? Second? As someone has a second level black belt, she knows how to put a man down. <laughs> and if children are involved, that oh. man may not come out of that. No, no, he won't. And because of the laws, he'll be classified as self-defense. Yes. Stand your ground laws in Utah. <laughs> dramedy <laughs> i'm cute and innocent and my children were in danger so yes officer i did end him <laughs> actually actually if you're ever arrested for harming someone you do not speak you say and i quote i invoke my right to a lawyer i invoke my right to ma- remain silent and you don't say a word mm-hmm. you say not one other word to them nope because while police officers should be there to help you, they are not. And the statistic that 40% of police officers beat their wives is entrenched into my brain. Yep, yep, yep. That's a good re- Yeah. Every time I think about that, like, if I ever got, like, the like, if ever something happened and they're like, we got a question you, I'm like, I want a lawyer. I'm not saying nothing. No, no, no. I invoke my right. Because there's no arguing with, I invoke my right. Mm. Wording. Mm-hmm. Wording matters. Yes. Yes, because which is a sad thing. Well, because police officers will train other police officers to say if they're trying to get prob like they don't have probable cause to search a vehicle, they'll say, "Do you mind if we search your vehicle?" And you say yes. So then, yes, they they have permission. <laughs> yes, I do mind. <laughs> you do not have permission to search my vehicle. Mm. You have to be explicit. That, that's As people go, do dealing you mind? with like, police yeah, officers no. is like dealing with Faye. Oh, that's a good way of putting that. <laughs> but that's also really sad that we have to operate that way. I hate people. It's fine. Okay, we got a couple more scary facts. 
Ooh. Skinwalkers are said to recruit more skinwalkers themselves. There is some dispute on how this actually happens, but some say that there is an official ceremony and that skinwalkers only take their form of gathering people in specific chants. But how do they even lure anyone? Someone who's not okay mentally. Obviously. That's the only way you get people into crazy things. Or they're searching for answers. Like, that's the other time people end up in weird things. Mm-hmm. As if they're searching for answers. With all of their advantages, it is said that you can kill a skinwalker if you call them by their true human name. Skinwalkers are most commonly encountered near native reservations, though they have been seen all over the United States. Skinwalker Ranch in Utah is the most famous, and some people believe the rake, which is the most commonly encountered in the Northeast, is similar to a skinwalker. Dude, that, that. Ooh, 13 people share their terrifying encounters with Navajo skinwalkers. I didn't even know this was in here. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's from Reddit, so oh, we'll see. Well, Reddit's got a lot of stuff on there. Take this with a grain of salt. I mean, it's Reddit. Take everything, like a couple grains of salt. Like it's, Reddit. it's the internet. Take it with a grain of salt. This is specifically Reddit. <laughs> That's enough internet for today. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother on my mother's side has always been very superstitious. For lack of a better word, she's not religious, but she does believe in a lot of paranormal stuff. Her mother was full-blooded Navajo and her father was Irish. Oh, I bet they'd be beautiful babies. Sorry. I was just thinking about that. I was like, that's a gorgeous child. Uh, right? <laughs> so, so pretty. Sorry. Super derailment. Um, either way, she's never been anywhere east of Montana and she grew up in Nevada. 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 Goodness. You said it like Havana. Nevada. <laughs> Nevada. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the song. I was like, what is the team? She's got such a good voice. I like her. Uh, one year when I was in grade school, we went to visit her. Uh, most of the, the visit was pretty uneventful. Typical, boring, old people stuff, except she always kept her curtains drawn shut and would always peek out the window when someone asked... Excuse me. And when someone asked she what she was doing, she'd simply reply... Yenga Ledushi is watching me. Ooh, that's terrifying. That reminds me of that TikToker, that guy, the Native American guy. He wears a baseball hat a lot. I love him. I know. And he's like one of my one of my friends. Like, hey, look at that dog. And he's like, it's not a dog. Stop looking at it. It's not a dog. <laughs> like he puts a humorous spin on it, but, but you also like... know he's serious as hell. Yeah. This went on for nearly the entire visit until a few days before we were due to leave. My grandma and then my then baby brother he's 19 year old he's 19 now um we're in the front yard that evening planting flowers when all of a sudden my grandmother starts shouting insert little brother's name here get away from that creature it's not safe Ooh. of course being in nevada we all assumed that my brother had found a scorpion or a rattlesnake so we all ran outside to see my grandmother clutching my little brother and shaking in terror against the side of the house standing out in the yard was a large black great dane sized dog it was staring at my grandmother with an intensity i'd never seen before it looked up at us gave a little huff and bounded off i don't remember if it used un- moved on fast <laughs> we had a disconnect hold on <laughs> i don't remember if it moved unusually fast or not but i do remember it had deep yellow eyes hmm. when my mother asked my grandmother what happened she kept repeating the yenga ladushi has found me and she moved a couple weeks after that. Ooh. That's that's not cool. <sighs> this one's I called, like that I can hear the the Indian pipe music going. The on the Native American that. flute. Yeah. Yeah. So we we turned that on for two point to uh, give him something to listen to other than a fan. <laughs> Avery actually turned it on because he's like, I'm tired of trying to sing 
like western songs with western music playing out of that because i feel like i have to match up to the tones and like the the syncopation mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like i was tired of it so i found something else <laughs> but it's really nice it's it's very calming and peaceful to go to sleep to mm-hmm. um so this one's called on the res alone at night my uncle and cousin saw a large deer on the side of the road when they got close it hopped over the fence like a bipedal man oh oh i'm thinking of that werewolf and um cgi from harry potter yeah um one time driving back from galdup gallop my dad saw an old navajo woman walking on the side of the road when he slowed down to offer her a ride she took off into the plains quickly with inhuman speed once when i was a kid my family asked was at my aunt's house which was in a rural secluded area where we um when we were toyed where when we were toyed with by a few entities they would make animal noises and when we looked at the direction the noises were coming from they would turn a flashlight on and off the noises would come from all directions in increasingly shorter succession usually when i'm there on the reservation visiting alone at night i will feel the presence of evil dread panic and paranoia will wash over me and suddenly as it all comes it will leave yeah, no, I won't go there anymore. <laughs> I mean, I love your aunt, but she's got to come visit you now. <laughs> um, my uncle is Na- Mexican and Native American. This happened in the Mojave Desert in Southern California. That's a weird turn of phrase. My my uncle is Native American and Native American. Shh. <laughs> because Mexican could also be like Spaniard Spanish of descent. descent. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Um, the, da, 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 he was driving around with his girlfriend late at night and they saw something that looked like a huge black dog on the side of the road. He slowed down and the dog began crossing the road. Instead of walking like a normal dog would, this thing moved like a toy rocking horse. Ooh. That's weird as hell. Like that, like that made my body uncomfortable. He said it stopped in the middle of the road and stared right at them and its eyes glowed red. My uncle is the most <laughs> bad A person I know and it scared the crap out of him walking like a rocking horse so it would rock back on its back feet and move forward on its front feet and then just alternate i know that's horrifying mm-hmm. like my brain is trying to make it work and it's not so it's, it's not, not working me. it's just going how does that work no i don't <laughs> like it okay see and then like my thought is if i saw that i'm just hitting it with the car i'm just running over I found that video with the creepy witch thingy, remember? Mm-hmm. And that was like, just run it over. Mm-hmm. Run it over. But what if you hurt your car and it's not dead? Then you didn't hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You didn't hit it hard enough. <laughs> if you've injured you your car, first. <laughs> first of all, people who hit humans... The car is still runnable. Okay. I'm just saying. If it's still alive, put it in reverse. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You're in a two-ton murder machine. Use it. Okay, let me, let me keep going. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so this happened about 12 years ago. My family owns a farm in the heart of, the Indian, of an Indian reservation. One winter, I was home for Christmas taking care of the farm while my parents were away for Christmas shopping. Uh, while I was home by myself, uh, way late in the night, I hear all of the crows, oh, crows, cows, <laughs> very different animal. <laughs> I hear all of our cows freaking out. I knew it would be wild dogs. 
I knew it had to be wild dogs that were rampant in the area, so I threw on some boots, grabbed a shotgun, loaded up, and headed out into the field. This was a perfect scenario for a horror movie. It was cloudy, but there was a full moon, and there was breaking through the clouds just right to light up all the snow. I ran in out into the middle of the field and just in time to see two dogs. They were standing up facing each other and fighting. I think perfect two for one. So I pump a shell into the chamber of Mr. 12 gauge and then it happened. The two dogs heard the rack. Then they stopped, looked over at me and ran away on their back legs. Okay. Immediately I froze and every gross story about skinwalkers and all the other native legends I grew up on flew through my mind. Keep in mind, I am a white guy. And up until then, these were all just boogeyman stories. The native kids like to scare us, to tell us to scare us that night. They became real to me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was spending a month with my cousins at my grandma's house. It was August, and my cousins cousins' ages ranges from ten to fifteen. Maybe if I talk like this, I can keep reading. <laughs> I was the oldest, being fifteen. I was staying with a ten, thirteen, and fourteen-year-old. We stayed up scaring, telling scary stories often. But one night, a few weeks in, we decided to make a campfire out back. My grandmother's house is in a rural suburb. Neighbors aren't too far when you're driving down the road to her house, but in the backyard, it's a thick forest of man-made paths through it. Each house on the hill is on a hill, so only part of the basement is actually underground. That isn't important until later, though. Isn't important until later, though. So we're towards the east side of her yard in a smallest patch of open land. You couldn't see the neighbors neighboring yards from here, and there was probably three quarters of a mile to each side of us that belonged to my grandma. Ooh, this is a long one. It was maybe 11 at night and we were playing truth or dare after telling scary stories and my 14-year-old cousin dared me and the 13-year-old to go walk through the paths for 10 minutes or so. I said yes right away as I wasn't easily scared and rather level-headed, but my younger cousin was a bit more hesitant. We didn't bring a flashlight because it wasn't pit dark, pitch dark yet. And oh, we I was going to say dummy and I was like, oh, it's not dark yet, okay. We could see enough not to die. Uh, we were walking through the paths for about five minutes and could barely see the fire through the trees when we decided to turn. This is a boy. It has not been stated, but I imagine so. <laughs> in the middle of the path was a large dog-like creature hunched over on the front hands an inch from the... Hunched over with its large hands an inch from the ground. I'd like to tell you, it was a dog-like creature with hands. Hmm. What I remember most is how its eyes were so effing bright white and the humanoid dog-shaped the humanoid dog shaped with human like with a human like head but a dog like body but human hands and feet no it looked right at us and i knew i i know i was paralyzed with fear as it dashed away opposite from us towards the creek that ran through the yard eventually my cousin and i screamed bloody effing murder and the other cousins and grandma ran out to us i don't remember much here because i was totally disoriented and i couldn't think properly but i did wake up in bed so i assumed that i brought i was brought up to the house all the kids slept in the basement in the big room with sliding glass doors to the outside as the room was on as the room was on the one side that wasn't underground. My bed was pressed up against the glass window and I could see my cousins playing outside down below. The house is in Michigan so it gets slightly chilly even at the end of August and there was a slight breeze so I put on a jacket and ran outside to join them, skipping breakfast, not wanting to miss out on anything fun. Oh ah. When I got down, I could tell they weren't playing, but rather running to get my grandma. Her dogs, both of them, were dead. Ripped oh. up. Oh. That night, we went to bed early. I woke up maybe, at maybe two in the morning because I felt something hit my head. 
My cousins were all sitting on the double bed opposite me on the other side of the room. There was one bunk bed and two double beds. The double beds for me and the 14-year-old cousin. They were being quiet and staring at me. The 13-year-old nodded his head toward the window. I froze. They all looked afraid. I turned my head slightly to the side and I saw a really messed up looking face pressed to the window with gaping eyes looking down at me. I screamed so effing loud and it bolted. My grandma called the police after what I told her had happened and they never found nothing. I went home after that and I have never been there during the night again. Dang! It went, and then it's like you can't just be like, oh, was I doing all of her cousins or like all of their cousins are like, no. No, we saw it. Like, all of them remember that. I'm going to remember that forever. That's freaking terrifying. Do you want more? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) We're all masochists here. I don't need that. It was July 2004 near Gallup, New Mexico. I had had my first and only encounter with a skinwalker. Ow. Do not bite me. That gets you bopped. Before this, I used to say, well, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, I'm a believer now. What I saw was not fully human nor full animal. I was moving and it just, oh goodness, just completed the cleaning and was with my 10-year-old son. We called it a night and headed to our new place. As we walked out the front door, I saw a figure move from behind my neighbor's car to a nearby tree that stood between our apartments. It didn't have glowing red eyes, snarling teeth, or a rotten smell. It did move quickly, but not quick enough to avoid the light from a nearby light post and the porch lights. It didn't look at me or come toward me. It moved as if it was trying to avoid being seen. I was within 15 feet of it, but I did not look back fully to inspect it. What I saw was a wolf-like animal that sort of resembled a beast, the beast in Beauty and the Beast, just not cartoonish. It had brown fur that completely covered it. It wasn't a pelt. It was a very large wolf. It didn't have any human traits except that it walked on its hind legs. It cowered behind a tree as we got into our vehicle. When we got in, I asked my son, did you see that? No, kitty cat, get off! Okay, come here. Yes, yes, be be angry. But, like, you can't sit on the computer. (laughs) Full flop. Full flop. Well, I'm just looking at those, like, spikes of noise of just, like, Mm -hmm. us trying to get him off the computer. He went full flop onto the computer. He's like, I live here now. And you're like, absolutely not, you don't. (laughs) Um, thankfully, her son had not seen it. My brother-in-law insists that it wasn't a skinwalker because I would have never seen it. To this day, I can picture exactly what it looks like. I know they exist, and I pray I never encounter one again. That one was not as scary as I wanted. Yeah, that was just like, it's awesome. Uh, this did not happen to me, but a very close friend of mine. I've heard a lot about coyotes and skinwalkers and had a weird experience with two... A weird experience or two with coyotes. Creepiest was walking up to my sleeping bag being surrounded by paw prints without ever hearing them during the night. What the? Whoa. It's it, Sometimes I think, what the heck was the survival instinct? And then I remember that some people are way more awake at night and some people are way more awake during the day. So that's why pe- humans slept in shifts. Yeah. Uh, but never anything paranormal, so to speak. Patrick's story, however, kept me from going back to my favorite backcountry secret stash. He was leaving the area one morning. It had been camping there a couple days and said there was a coyote that always seemed to be close by, like in his peripheral revision, but never overt. He loaded up his truck and started to drive down the wash to get to the fire road. At the end of the wash, he could see the coyote following him. When he pulled onto the road, it was running next to him. Now he was freaked out, so he sped up. 
He said he was going 35 or so, and it was still running along beside him. Definitely not possible. When he looked back, the coyote was running on two legs and was wearing what Patrick would said looks like buckskin pants. An instant later, it was a person wearing a coyote for keeping pace with his truck. When he looked back again, it was gone. We never went back to the grove after that. Yeah, no. That just reminds me of that video where they're in the truck and it's like, it, they think it's like a crackhead. Mm-hmm. The dude's naked. It's all, it's but dark. his eyes are glowing. Yeah, but his eyes glow. Human, Human eyes, eyes don't, don't glow. do that. Human we don't refra- eyes literally lack the thing that makes we them don't, glow. We don't re- reflect light. Yeah, we don't reflect. <laughs> so they're like, oh, go faster. And then all the comments are all, why are his eyes glowing? Human mm-hmm. eyes don't glow. <laughs> I, somebody on the internet tried to tell me that shrimp don't see more colors than we do. And I was like, I don't have time to tell you how you're wrong. <laughs> Clearly you didn't pay attention in eighth grade science class. Obviously, like they can prove it. They have 16 color receptors and we only have three. Obviously, they see more colors. Mm-hmm. Okay, but anyways. I just, it still bums me out. I'm like, there's so many colors I can't see. Mm, buddy, what are you doing? I burped. I feel better. <laughs> I decided to join my bestie, Karen, for a three-day stay at her grandmother's place on the res. Her grandmother ne- lives near a place called Tuba City, Arizona, in the middle of nowhere, but surrounded by rural homes. We go to college together, and I was kind of interested to know about a Navajo tra- not I was kind of interested to know about Navajo tradition. The first day we stayed, it was pretty chill, nothing out of the ordinary. But then her grandma, not that old, maybe sixty-seven, said that a stray dog came out of nowhere and wouldn't leave. To me, it did act kind of strange and was ugly-looking. Black shaggy coat looked like a mix between German Shepherd and a Lab. That night, we were watching a movie in the living room, had big windows that looked out to the front where the cars were parked, nothing fancy, with the curtains wide open. Grandma was was in the kitchen. I was laughing because Orion's ears were back, and he was just, like, glaring at me with the most grumpy, like, how dare you? (laughs) You did this. No, actually, you did this. This was your consequence. But then I realized he's getting sleepy eyes, so he can't be that mad at me. (laughs) Mm, Anyways. My toddler's not allowed to go to bed angry because he wakes up angrier. Mm. And he's three, so. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Grandma was in the kitchen cooking dinner and we were watching the movie. Next to the window was a medium bookshelf where the DVDs are kept. Karen went to put a DV- back a DVD we'd just watched and she freaked out because that stray black dog was staring at us through the windows, standing on top of a wood box outside. Not something normal dogs would do from my point of view or hers. Usually my dog, which is a house dog, stretches, scratches at the door to be let inside. Res dogs aren't house dogs and dogs... Inside houses are frowned upon in Navajo tradition, meant to protect the house and the owner. Good to know. The other dogs seemed to stay away from it. Karen opened the door and yelled at it to get off the box. It ran off behind the shed. We went to Tuba City to get some groceries and then came back to the house. The dog was nowhere to be seen. Nothing unusual. Grandma went to visit some people, so it was just Karen and I. About five o'clock, we heard someone trying to open the door. Both of us looked out since there was no car heard and no cards, no dogs barking. Looking out the living room window to the door... There was the dog trying to open the door with its paws. Two paws wrapped around the brass doorknob, standing on its hind legs. I thought I thought that was weird, but wasn't freaked out. Karen was. She opened the door and chased it off. Why? Why did you open the door? Ah! Is this a white woman? <laughs> I, was, I was like, no, you locked the door. I was like, I would have just put my gun against the door and be like, I will shoot holes through this door at you. Yeah. Um, grandma came back later and Karen told her. But at this point, they don't think it's anything other than a dog. I still would lock the door. 
and yell at it through the window. Okay. I'm trying to go from a point of people who haven't been reading Skinwalker stories <laughs> <laughs> and have only been seeing it as a dog, and she doesn't know anything about Navajo tradition. Yeah. So. Um, Grandma came back later and Karen told her Grandma did not like what she heard. Did got- you open the door? <laughs> got ready to sleep. We slept in the spare bedroom since it had two beds. Uh, one bedroom with curtains opened a little. We turned off the light, but there was a sound coming from the top of the roof. Pitter-patter footsteps and then scratching sounds and panting. Then It then sounded like it jumped off onto the plastic water barrel they had. At first, we thought what sounded like barking. As it grew louder, the other dogs seemed to be barking at something also. Then, all of a sudden, something was running around the house barking, and it was no dog. Nope, it wasn't. It was... This barking sounded human, a deep male voice barking like it knew that we knew it wasn't a dog. Woof, 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 ruff, ruff, arf, arf, arf. Just exactly like that. Adding the W's and the R's and the A's and then panting again by the window and we started freaking out. No. Karen decided to, in my opinion, stupid, open the curtains and look out. There was a stray dog on its hind legs looking into our bedroom, but this time it stunk and I, and what I thought to be two black holes in its, and what I thought were two black holes in its neck, another pair of eyes twinkled. What? Think of those ugly, glossy spider eyes staring at you. And the paws were deformed looking hands with grown over somewhat thick, sharp fingernails. Again, both screaming and shutting the curtains closed. (laughs) Grandma came running through the door and seeing it first thing she did was grab ashes from the fireplace load three shells into a shotgun from under her bed bless herself in navajo and went outside to shoot it oh my Freaking god grandma's man <laughs> she went full badass mode <laughs> yelling in navajo she's on x games mode <laughs> yelling in navajo about how the thing wasn't welcomed there and to go to hell get the hell out of here um for it to go linger somewhere else then them both being traditional, the next day they called the medicine man to come over and put cedar in. He prayed over everyone with cedar smoke and an eagle feather, blessed the place, made us eat bitter herbs called eagle gulls or something, and gave me an arrowhead. Apparently I needed to carry one for protection and a little couch called corn pollen. Something seems to work pretty well. The medicine man said the dog was a skinwalker, which in Navajo is a long word, but I call them Yoshis. Yoshis? Yeah. Like the most non-threatening thing. <laughs> yes. The body of the stray dog, which was killed by the skinwalker, made the illusion so we wouldn't know it wasn't a real dog. He said also that Yoshis tend to harm people by using some sort of human bone straw to spit at someone. Think spitballs only deadlier. And get human bones into them. Ooh. Doctors couldn't detect it, detect it, but a medicine man that Day pulled out a piece of human skull out of Grandma's right shoulder. Pretty big. <gasps> about two inches long and one centimeter thick. It was real because we watched him pull it out of her. That was intense. What? <laughs> Freaking Grandma's, man. What? Grandma's at the age like, I'm too old to put up with this crap. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna die anyways. Get off my lawn! <sighs> Got another long one for you. Okay. If you're not... If you're not done yet. Okay, but after this one, I gotta go because I'm hungry. I'm getting hungry, too, because I, like, passed out instead of eating dinner. I used to be a skeptic, but not after this. That's what it's titled. I was reading... 
brain disconnect. Plug it back in. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. The little critters in your brain. Ah, that came up plugged again. I told you. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Not I... that one. um i was visiting my grandparents out in shiprock new mexico during last october to see family and to go to the northern navajo nation fair that week many navajo people including my own family are very reluctant to speak about skinwalkers because it is believed to attract their attention however i grew up away from the navajo reservation and uh, was very naive on the subject when it came to skinwalkers i was an absolute skeptic my mom used to tell a story of how back in the 80s when she lived with her siblings and her grandparents, still in Shiprock, but in the southern outskirts, about how she and her aunt saw a skinwalker just outside their driveway under a streetlight. She described it as a black dog with a dirty fur and a twisted noodle-like front leg and these unnatural eyes with soft burnt orange glow. Me being my own closed-minded self doubted every word, but I never said my doubts out loud. But these doubts totally changed last year when I went to my grandparents' house. Me and my family had just finished going to the carnival at the Navajo Nation Fair and called it a night. The house was close enough where we could walk home in just 10 minutes. So we did. When we got there, it was about 9 at night, so we stayed up till about 2 in the morning catching up about family affairs and the local news. It was during that time I just decidedly opened my mouth and blurted out the question, Hey, are skinwalkers real? Oh, and then all of them looked at her like, you dumbass. Guys, I asked. You shouldn't be speaking about that, my grandmother said with an almost disturbed yell in her voice. So she and my grandfather both decided to go to bed. After being scolded by my mom, one of my aunts chimes in with a very cautious tone and says, they're real, all right, with a few scre- um, had a few start screaming outside of my trailer in Farmington just a few nights ago. Your cousins started- had nightmares the whole night and woke up crying that morning. Ooh. Yeah. Not wanting to push the discomfort any further, we all decided to go to bed. Now, this trailer home... Oh, so they definitely just attracted the attention by saying it out loud. Nice. Shh. Let's keep going. <laughs> I mean, obviously, because this story is on the list. <laughs> now, this trailer home is pretty old, but it's really it was a really nice night. So we slept with the windows open with the screams, with the screens to prevent bugs coming in. Everyone had drifted off to sleep except me because my mind was still going a million miles a minute about skinwalkers and wondered if I ever encountered one while here on the reservation. As a kid, I was told it was taboo to think about skinwalkers because that can still call their attention. That's when stuff hit the fan. Just as I was settling and finally getting relaxed for sleep, I started to hear something moving outside. I get up from the couch, start wandering over to the kitchen window. In the trailer, all the rooms have lights out have the lights out so the only visible light can be seen from the porch light out front. I was thankful for this because I told myself if it really was a skinwalker outside, then hopefully it wouldn't notice me seeing it. But if it can notice you thinking about it, like, that's full of logic. looking at it, man. Um, I muster up my the courage and take a quick scan outside. From the porch light, all I can see is the dusty ground and the vehicles that my family drove along some metal, tr- um, along with some metal trash cans that stood beside the road. Looks good for about five seconds. Looking for a good... Looking for about a good five seconds. I wasn't able to see anything, so I was getting ready to turn around and walk back to bed, thinking it was only a stray cat or something. Only having taken two steps, I hear what sounded like a distorted scream coming from outside. Definitely close by. Fear rising. I look outside again, and there I see it. 
A coyote-like figure was staring at my direction behind the, from behind the cars just outside the reach of the porch light. It only looked awfully wrong and gave off an evil vibe from just seeing it. It was gray with very disheveled hair and horrific orange-red soft glow eyes that uh, glow that came from its eyes. I noped the heck out and ran back to the bedroom. It was at this moment I began I began to notice an awful stench in the air that smelled like rotting meat. I started trying to wake up my mom, who was like, Oh my heavens, it's 3 a.m. What do you want? I immediately began in a shaken voice, there's something scary outside. Then she said, now annoyed because I woke her up. Ugh, it's probably a stray animal or something. It's the res. Animals wander all the time that night. She obviously wasn't getting the drift, so I started screaming, there's something Blair Witch Project. <laughs> there's some Blair Witch Project going on outside, Ma. <laughs> the Blair Witch Project is out the front door, okay? <laughs> that caught her attention. What? What are you talking about? She asked. Then we heard it. The thing outside started making more dreadful like screams and started what sounded like thrashing outside on the ground hear that that's what i'm talking about so both her and i got up to look outside the window and the coyote thing was making its way to the door it walked with an odd limp and dragged its back right leg as if it was handicapped we could hear it start to scratch against the door and make an odd muffled moaning sound my mom went and got my dad and they both started shouting in navajo all sorts of words to tell it to go away and saying it's not welcome here well, all this commotion was enough to get the rest of the trailer up So, as they came into the hallway. The only thing my mom did was turn to them and said, Skinwalker, while proceeding to point at the door. Noise is still happening. Apparently, they already knew exactly what to do, as my grandfather got out a handgun from a drawer and a bag of ashes. He coated a few bullets, loaded them into the gun, and then went straight to the door. Yelling out more Navajo, that was too fast for me to comprehend, he swung open the door and fired twice. Nothing. The thing managed to escape before my grandpa could even put a bullet in it. Wow. That is one of the fastest ones I've ever seen, said my grandpa. Excuse me? Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. You've seen multiple and you said that was the fastest one and it was going up to the door pretending like it was... No. Okay. So, okay, now we got to understand that they're smart. Great. Well, they're human, so they have somewhat human level intelligence. That's true. Okay, no... You're dumb if you think it's a good idea to be one of them. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Part of your intelligence is pretty skewed. Next thing you know, my aunts and my parents are freaking out about what just happened, saying stuff like, what if it comes back tomorrow? It's us. Does that mean we're targets now? Afterwards, my grandparents calmed everyone down, myself including, saying that we'll be fine, and we all went to bed. Morning comes, and my grandparents... I'm going to after that. I'd be like, I, I'm sleeping with mom and dad tonight. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm here. I live here now. <laughs> Right between you two. Just like when I was five. <laughs> Morning comes and my grandparents call um, one of their neighbors and explain to them what happened. Apparently one of them is a medicine man who used to partake in Yi Bi Chi, Navajo ceremonies used for blessing and curing sicknesses. And came over to bless each member of the family on the grounds outside. Today I'm very convinced that what I saw was a skinwalker. I still plan on going back for visits for the family in northern the Northern Navajo Nation Fair. Fun stuff. I just adamantly hope that I have never have such an awful experience like that again. Damn. <laughs> if this is what's out the front door while the noise is still happening, like... Yeah. It's the fastest one I've ever seen. Grandpa! Grandpa. Don't... I'm already freaked out. Mm. Why you gotta make it worse? No, Grandpa. Let's not... Why you gotta make it worse? <laughs> Oh, man. 
on that lovely note. <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to call it. Like, I'm going to go read the rest of these stories and put myself to bed because I am confident yep. living. And, oh, look at that. We almost did another two-hour podcast. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> After talking for an hour before we even started the podcast. <laughs> That's true. All right, everyone. We will talk to you next week. Will we? I don't know. We'll talk at you. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk and you will listen. There's that. <laughs> okay, bye! Bye!